Hello, Steelers Nation. Welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. On today's episode of the Blitz, Moats and I have plenty to yap about. We've got some movement on J.J. Watt and word that he has narrowed down his list to a few teams. We'll look around the league at some other big-time free agents that are going to be out on the open market here as well. We'll talk to our buddy, our good friend of the show, Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. But we start today with the big news. Ben Roethlisberger and Art Rooney II meeting earlier in the week. Let's get it going. Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It's high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, but you should know the drill by now. You want to chime in anytime during the show. We will take your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. What up, Motsy? Man, living my best life. You know that, baby. How are you doing, my brother? Uh, you know what? I was actually... Like worried that I was too overly dressed today. Mm. I mean, the sun's out. It is a beautiful. It's about day. fifty degrees. Isn't it funny when you live in an area like Pittsburgh, where, where you know where you get all four seasons, you get yes. a legitimate winter. I know you went through this in Buffalo as mm-hmm. well too. You know when it gets to be November, Motsi, and it's forty degrees out, we're all like. <laughs> but when it's February or March and, and it's, it's 40, forty degrees out, where the shorts at? I need like, a tank top, bro. Where's the shorts at? Give me my sunglasses. And it is certainly a beautiful, sunshiny day here in Western Pennsylvania. And maybe Arthur Motes, that's all because maybe the sun is shining on Pittsburgh today because of all the news that we finally got earlier in the week. We had been. I don't know if dragging our feet, that might be putting it a little too extreme, but we were in a wait and see period, right? We had mm-hmm. we had heard from Art Rooney II after the season. We had heard from Kevin Colbert um, as it relates to a lot of things, obviously, with the Steelers. But you know how it works when you have a franchise quarterback, when you have a, a future Hall of Famer who is nearing the end of his career. Obviously, a lot of that conversation was centered around the future of Ben Roethlisberger. Would he be back for another year in Pittsburgh? What would that look like from a contract standpoint? If the Steelers were to cut him, would he consider playing somewhere else? All those different hypotheticals that we kicked around the last couple weeks. I think we finally started to move towards a more concrete answer. So Ben Roethlisberger and Art Rooney II met on Tuesday uh, after Arthur Motes and I got off the air. And... Statements coming from both camps, from Ben's side and from Mr. Rooney and the Steelers' side, uh, seem much more optimistic than they have been at any other point this offseason. Is that fair? Would you oh, agree yeah, with that? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely. I think very optimistic. And um, it's funny how even though yesterday, we, I mean, they said exactly what has been said this whole offseason. Nothing right. really changed from a news standpoint, but because it was Mr. Rooney, the optimism surrounding it, made it go a lot higher. And then, obviously, you got to get the, the mixed report of just the wording of how the, the reports were sent out in terms of it being a done deal versus, okay, they want him back. Now he's got to talk about the contract. 
you could just see how, you know, when you word it one way, it gives you the, the illusion of something totally yes. different. And I think that's what happened yesterday, and that's why you kind of got this big reaction to it, right? Because the tweet initially said, what, done deal, Ben is coming back next year. All Mr. Rooney said was, we want Ben to come back. We want him to run it back. Correct. Now we got to talk about the contract. Correct. Yeah. The, the, state, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> the statement uh, from Mr. Rooney yesterday mm-hmm. morning uh, said that Ben, assu- and I quote here, Ben assured me that he is committed to coming back to help us win, and I told Ben that we would like to have him back to help us win a championship. We both understand that the next step is to work out Ben's contract situation. So you're right. That yeah. hasn't gone anywhere. Right. And the whole premise of this offseason has been – Okay, finding the common ground in the contract. They've already said that they wanted him back. Kevin Colbert had said that before as well. He said, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback today. We're obviously going to look into this contract to see if we can find common ground. We're going to look to see if we can make it work. Ben says similar things. Hey, I want to come back. I don't care about the money this year. They've all been saying that they want him back. Right. The biggest sticking point, and we've said it as well in terms of, does he give the team the best chance to win as the quarterback room is structured today? Yes. Yes. We said the difference is he's not worth the $41 million cap pit. Mr. Rooney just agreed with that. Yep. Clearly by saying we're going to have to look into the contract situation. Kevin Colbert agrees with that. Absolutely. I'm so, sure Omar Khan right. agrees with that. So to me, I was just kind of like looking at the whole situation yesterday like, well, what was How so different? How much has different? really changed? Nothing really hmm. changed because it wasn't as if they said, hey, this is the number. Ben said he's willing to play for that, and now we're good to go. Right. That never was done. Right. That, all they simply said was, Mr. Rooney, do you want him back? Yes, I want him back. Let's run it back, Ben. You give us the best chance to win right now. Ben, do you want to come back? Absolutely, I want to come back. Okay, great. What do we got to work on now? The contract. Yeah. Which we've already said. Which has been the, the same. We, yeah. So you're at 19. How can we make this thing work? <laughs> we're, we're, we're back in there again. And now yeah? That's where everybody's at now. <laughs> right. is it, was it, and we could get into that in a minute. Do you think, though, then, um, what we heard from, from Tuesday night and from Wednesday, do you think that there was a maybe a concerted effort by the Steelers um, you know, from, maybe from Ben's camp as well, too, by by Art Rooney and Kevin Colbert and, and the Steelers organization that, all right, hey, this speculation is kind of starting to run wild these past couple weeks. Why don't we get together? Why don't we put out these statements and try and kind of calm some, yes. uh, you know, calm some and, of this down? Like, do you think that that was part of it I because do, of all that speculation the last couple weeks? I do think that that was the case because typically with Mr. Rooney during the offseason, he has his main, you know, public address, state of the Sometimes union, state of the Steelers. after the season And ends. he already did that. And yep. typically after that, we won't hear about – you won't hear from him again until no. probably after the draft, right. maybe. Maybe a little bit at owner's meetings. Right, that, that, that's about it. meetings, but that's about it. But the fact that he came back and spoke this soon back-to-back – and this is, what, not even a week since Kevin Colbert just spoke. Correct. So you can just see where it appeared to me that, okay, Mr. Rooney gave his comments, people reacted. Then when Kevin Colbert gave his comments, because it wasn't as, you know, optimistic as Mr. Say, Rooney. Ben's going to be back right. no matter what. So then people went really crazy with it. So then it just, like you said right there, Mr. Rooney's like, all right, I don't want the negative of us not confirming yes or no if we want him back to alter Ben's perspective of the negotiation mm. because the way this works is as a player the human element is there so even though we might not be speaking I'm, I'm talking to you Wes as if you're the owner if you're owner uh, management right and I'm the player here we might have only spoken one time and it might have been hey Wes I want to come back and you're like well most we want you back obviously I work on the deal okay cool and that was that and we haven't spoke since then but since then, you know, Brian Law Martinez came out here and spoke. And he, he's the Kevin Coy. He, he says, well, you know, we're going to have to look into this number. As, yeah. as it stands right now, Moses is a part of the team. But we don't know necessarily. 
I still haven't talked to y'all personally. Right. So I'm just hearing this just stuff. Just hearing everything. And the longer that goes, the longer it festers. Every time I turn on the television, I'm They're seeing, talking about you. man, is he worth it? Trade him, cut him. What could you do with him? Every day I see this, but I haven't spoken to you. The longer that goes, the further I'm going to start making my own decision of, well, you yep. know what? Maybe they don't appreciate me. Well Maybe said. they don't think I'm worth it here. So you know what? I'm going to play hardball now. I'm not going to give you a discount, and I'm going to go elsewhere. But I think with Mr. Rooney reading the room, which he always does a great job of, mm-hmm. he simply says, well, look, I can go ahead and, and ease this a little bit. Even though the situation hasn't changed, the perception can be different. Yes, yes. And by him coming out and saying that publicly, along with speaking to Ben personally, now it's a lot better feeling, right? If you're Ben, you're, okay, I'm a lot more open to taking less because I know they at least want me. I know they stood up for me publicly when, you know, things were looking like it were going down the other way. And if you're Ben, I think that's a huge element in this situation with this negotiation because even though the team, it, you know, they have the power here, Ben is the one going to be doing them the big favor because mm. we said Ben is the one that gives them the best chance to win as it's, as the roster is right now. Sure. We haven't drafted anybody yet. We haven't signed anyone yet. As it stands right now, he gives them the best chance. And we know they're not going out and getting right. Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. So, so Ben knows I give them the best chance, and Ben also knows the only way that they can do that is by me taking less. Sure. I have to be the one to say I'm willing to take less. Sure. So if you're Ben, you're going to be more open to do those things now if you feel like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, that's why I think it was important that Mr. Rooney did that. And good on him not even having to be solicited for it. Him just coming out and right. saying it. Because when Mr. Rooney talks, he doesn't need to talk to people. He doesn't need to tell a reporter this. He doesn't. He's above all of that. Yes. But he he's under- got that clout. Right. But he <laughs> understands the significance of if I let this continue on, what it could have from a long-term sure, effect sure. on negotiating with Ben down the line because we're going to need him to be more flexible. He doesn't have to be flexible. We already said he can go on the open market and get 19. He can Eagle, get 20 easily. easily. He's 30. not worried about that. Yeah. He wants to stay here. So he has to be a little he has to do the bidding over backwards for the team. Sure. But if the team doesn't give him that type of feeling then yeah, he could go elsewhere, but I think that's why it was very critical and important that that conversation happened and that Mr. Rooney went public with his comments as well, man. I think so, too. We also heard publicly from Ben's agent, Ryan Toner is his name. He told Aditi Kinkwabala, who you all should know by now, she covers the Steelers for the NFL Network and NFL.com, and I quote, they want Ben back and will contact me soon to address his cap situation. There you go. I think that we know that the kicker is still that second part. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think the first part, too, was, was again, to yeah. to squash a lot of the speculation mm-hmm. and to maybe change the perception. Right. They want Ben back. Those were the words yes. that I think rang out with everybody. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But once again, is that statement by his agent anything different? It changes the perception, but not the reality. Right. The, yeah. the reality is still the same. It's kind of like we got this crack in this foundation but we're going to paint the house red instead of it being faded blue now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So now it looks pretty. It's a lot better. Oh, we're, we're happy about it. But the root issue is still there. The foundation is still his contract, which still is the cap hit of $41 million. So even though we've dressed it up a little bit nicer from a perspective area, for the casual person passing by, they'll look and say, oh, everything is paradise over there now. For the people that really <laughs> understand the scenario and really understand the significance, we know that nothing has genuinely changed. The, the root issue is the contract. 
we were never saying that Ben shouldn't be here because he wasn't good enough. Right. We're simply saying that he's not good enough to have a $41 million cap hit. Particularly with a lot of the other issues. Absolutely. That like we've talked about. Yeah. The, the, the lack of success down the stretch, yes, Ben played a part in that, but as you and I have laid out, the Ryan offensive game. line was not o helping line. things. The Absolutely. All the injuries on defense. Absolutely. So you have to address those issues as well. Correct. Or else then you're just doing the definition of insanity. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So that's what, you know, that's why for me it's just kind of like this is a band-aid. This, this is a cool PR thing for both parties. Everybody feels better now, but we still got to have the hard conversation. And that's the mm. thing to me that I was a little bit, uh, if I had to be upset about something, it was more so that y'all have spoken multiple times now. When are we going to start talking numbers? Hmm. Because that's the sticking point. Oh, absolutely. It's not an issue of does Ben want to come back to the Steelers or not. It's not an issue of if the team wants him back. The issue has always been the $41 million cap hit. So until we address that, what are we doing? Yeah. That's my thing. I just feel like why are we why do we have to wait so long to address these things? Now I understand you're gonna go through your restructure process. All right, They've we restructure March camp. 19th. That's you when do. They, that's when they owe him that big fifteen million dollar signing true. bonus. Very true. But to me, I, I and I understand this is how negotiations work, right? Sure. I understand this is how contracts work. You take your time, take your time. Then when it's the, the right, and, yep. then it's the waning, the waning hours. Now all of a sudden, it's all right, deal done. I hate it, but I, I understand you, you and I, it. We've talked about I this hate it, but I understand it. Nuts. Hate it from the the outsider's perspective of watching it and waiting. I hate it from being on the inside where I was on the negotiation and you wait until thirteen hours before you have a flight booked to go sign somewhere else. Like I've done it. It sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just I, I never understood that concept. Like if you know you want this guy back. Y'all know what it's going to take to get him back. He knows what it's going to take to come back. Put it in motion. Yeah. Put it in motion. Yep. The guys, you already have your list of players that you're going to restructure. They know who they are. You already have your list of guys that you're going to cut. You know who they are. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's, That's get, my let's get moving here. Let's get the ball rolling. Why? You know, it's a parable in the Bible. Why put off tomorrow what, what you, you can, can do, do today? today? Absolutely, man. <laughs> it's that simple. Modes, how much of uh, whether they've started already or they're starting soon, Those th that money conversation? How much do you think incentives are a part of that conversation? That's something it, I'd be interested to know if, okay, yeah. Ben, hey, we want to pay you this, but mm -hmm. if you win 10 games, you get this and this. But if you win the division, if you go to the AFC Championship game, how much if you throw for over Well, you know, the thing that's funny is yards, this. That's something that they, the Steelers could have been doing on everyone's contract. true. They just don't. They do not it's, do it's, that It's not often. a rule that they can't do those things. In fact, a lot of teams do it because it helps with the salary cap mm -hmm. situation. Still, you they saw just, the, Buc the Buccaneers do that. Absolutely. That's how they were able to get a lot of the Antonio AD, Browns, a Tom lot of the Brady. Leonard Fournettes. I mean, yeah, you, you you incentivize the conscious. So, yes, if you produce and we're winning, then you will get the compensation that you want and that you really deserve. But at the same time, if you're not going to perform up the par, we're still kind of insulated here from a cap standpoint, and we have flexibility that if we want to make a move down the line, we could wash our hands and be good. Mm -hmm. A lot of teams operate that way. The Steelers don't, but a lot of teams also do the alternative where they give a lot of guaranteed money up front or a lot of guaranteed money in contracts. Whereas with the Steelers, we know it's more so your sign-up bonus is guaranteed, year one is guaranteed, yep. gentleman's agreement for the back end. Yeah. Personal experience. I know these things, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, you, you know that first year, you're good. After that, all right, rolling guarantee. You yes. make it to this part. It's gonna be there. Yes, and and, and their their track record of of and, and they've of been they've been true with that is yes. very good. Yes, they've been really good with that. Obviously, it's been a couple scenarios where injuries have played sure. more of a role in sure. it, but for the majority of the time, they do honor that element. 
like I said, though, not everybody wants that. Some people wanted to be the whole hard. Absolutely. Like, I'm not trusting you. Put it in guarantee. Trust me. Don't trust me. Right. Whereas (laughs) for me, I had the blind faith. I'm like, well, you know what? It worked out the first time when I came yeah. here on the one year. Yeah. I'll walk on faith with you again and take it for the next three years. Sure. It worked out. Cool. Not everybody happens like that, though, right? But to me, man, I just I just think that that's something that they should definitely look into because, like I said, out of respect for Ben's talent, it's hard yeah. to ask him to play for that amount of You're money. You're asking him to play for less than Mitch Trubisky, like, less than Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I, I – I, I, I have a hard time even fathoming it. (laughs) But the alternative to that is, like you said, incentivize it. 12 wins. Division. Mm -hmm. AFC championship championship game. Super Bowl Bowl appearance. appearance. Super Bowl victory. Throwing for over 4,200 yards or whatever. Throwing for however many touchdowns. 40 touchdowns. Yep. 4,500. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's multiple ways you can do it, and the number will be nice and robust. But at the same time, from a cap standpoint, you'll be okay. I don't, like I said, they just don't typically operate like that. But if they were to do so, this would be a great now time. Now would be the time. No, but this is no different than a year ago when we said, well, typically the Steelers don't you know, negotiate during the season. This is when Bud was first having that breakout, right? Right. And you're like, well, you could get him on a deal right okay, now. Well, where he, He's maybe, at six sacks in four games. Maybe now's the time. You could get him on a deal right now, and it still would be a lot cheaper. <laughs> but instead, we don't negotiate during the season. He goes on to double digits. Now you got this predicament, you know? <sighs> and then he did it again. <laughs> The Steelers might not negotiate during the season, but Arthur Motes and I take tweets during the segment. You want to chime in on this? Your takes on this conversation? You know where to find us at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. We will get our uh, good friend Brian Backo's opinion on all of this about ten minutes from now. He of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette will join us here on the Blitz. But before we get to Backo, Motesy. Okay, so rightfully so, the salary cap is the big conversation around Ben Roethlisberger's future with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and when we get why all that is. But I would also like to know, you know, if I could, and I don't know if the meeting happened between Art Rooney II and Ben Roethlisberger in person or if it was done via Zoom. Come on, man, it's 2021. It was they, probably they, done via Zoom. No, no, no. They, they probably went, uh, was it Microsoft Teams? Because they're, uh, they're on the same team. Because they're in the NFL. Yeah, Microsoft. you know what I'm saying? Right. Microsoft. Come on, man. <laughs> Motes, if I could be a fly on the wall, the thing that I would like to know from that conversation is did they talk about the offense? Did they talk about the direction of the offense? Because that's a huge element right Did there, Did they man. talk about how, similar to with the contract situation, it's not Ben come meet the Steelers all the way over on this side. It's not mm-hmm. Steelers coming. There's got to be concessions by both and met, met somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that the way that Matt Canada wants to fully run his offense, you just can't do that with a 39-year-old quarterback who's at the stage of the game that Ben's at in his career. But Motsi, I would be very interested to know, and I hope – that the direction of the offense was part of that conversation as well as the money, right? That Ben, Matt Canada is going to beat you in the middle, but you have to meet him in the middle as well. Did, did they talk about lining up under center more often? Did they talk about play action? Did they talk about pre-snap movement? Like, I, I would hope that the direction of the offense is discussed before Penn meets paper on the new contract. I, and I think it should, but this is the thing as well when we talk about the concepts when we talk about the philosophy the mentality in a close setting like this it's easy to say hey ben are you open to running the ball more absolutely are you open to be understanding more absolutely (laughs) but we all know the same thing that he checks his plays he has full autonomy at the line of scrimmage we've talked about how you can watch the tape and you can see okay it's six guys in the box you should run the ball here and he checks and throws we've seen this it works sometimes, but then 
it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you could look at his track record of, you know, when he's been able to, you know, run the ball and have an effective running game, how, you know, successful he's been versus the alternative to that. But it still is going to go, it boils down to Ben having to make those decisions on the field. This conversation that's going to happen in terms of, you know, philosophy, I won't personally. In theory, it's great. Right, in theory, it's great, but I don't personally believe any of it until we can actually see Ben implementing that on the field during games because in Mm. practice it's going to be easy in practice listen people say ben doesn't like to be under center i've seen him under center numerous times in practice now in the game is different but it's plays that we all run i mean offensively and defensively that you will see in practice but when it's game time when it's i gotta have it all that trying stuff kind of goes out the window Mm. if you're uh, and it's weird saw that like the first few games of the season we saw more of that and then it's slowly and then towards the end think about at the end how, how it drastically they, went. Steelers yeah. were back at the bottom of the barrel in terms of right. play action and pre-snap movement mm-hmm. and, line, and, and snaps from under And center. we don't even have to discuss the, the wildcard game. Now, granted, because of how it how got it out of hand early, yeah. that had a bigger influence on it. But you could just see the mentality, man. That, that, that's, you know, that's not going to win you a lot of games when you're that one-dimensional. And we've said this numerous times before. Balance doesn't mean 50-50 running the pass. No, heck no. Balance doesn't mean 100-yard rushing. Every game. That's not balance. Balance is effective running. Being able to run the ball when you need to mm-hmm. and when you want to. Mm-hmm. That's balance. Not, all right, guys, um, it's third and one. We can't get this one yard. We're going to have to throw it. All right, guys, the second one, we can't, we, we can't get one yard. We can't Correct. get two yards. Can't get three yards on the ground. We got to supplement Correct. passes down. That's, that's, that's. It's not being handcuffed in situational Correct. football. And that's what we had this year, especially yes. towards the back end. We were very yes. handcuffed situationally. Yeah, we we didn't have. one, we're throwing to Anthony McFarland out we, of the we, backfield. We, we, we didn't have quarterback sinks. We didn't have runs. We tried to use Derek Watt on fullback dives. Obviously, that's not his specialty either. So you could just see, you know, it, it was a lot of areas that had an impact on that. But to me as a whole, I just, I, I got to see the mentality for Ben to come out there and say, all right, I'm willing to, you know, I think this run play will be better. Honestly, I personally haven't seen it in since maybe like the early portion of 18 when uh, James Conner first took over where we were really like would run the ball. And actually it was the first portion of the season because towards the back end we started to see more of the what we talked about, the imbalance, right? The the We're going to throw the ball a lot. This could be a scenario where Ben might be more open to it if they upgraded the running back position, you know, with somebody of a higher pedigree. We've seen people talk about first-round running back at 24. Take a guy there, maybe Ben is more open to, you know, staying in some of these run plays. Sure. Maybe he's more open to, all right, I don't have to, you know, I can get under center right now because this is going to give me the best chance. Right. This guy can run this ball, and right. I know he's going to at least get three and yards. Steel City Champs tweeted us about that here. Yeah. Like, he he adds, you know, like, I agree about um, curiosity about the conversation, but wants to know, like, was there any talk about bringing in, drafting, yeah. getting a running back and free agency? To me, I think that could be huge. I, yeah. I, because I know if – and I always try to think of it from multiple perspectives. You know, and, and, and if you're Ben, you're this elite competitor who's had a ton of success, you're going to do what you feel is best for the team. But if you're not confident in what your running back situation is, whether it's because of talent, fumbles, injuries, you might be telling yourself, hey, look, I think that I give my team the best chance to win by me throwing for these two, three yards right here instead of me handing it off. But you bring in a more talented guy, now it might be a different tune. Now Mm -hmm. if I'm I'm Ben at 39, I might be saying also, hey, I don't need to make every throw. Let, let, let me be very selective in when, when I need to go ahead and put this arm out here at risk, you know? Correct. Let me go ahead and hand this Correct. ball off right now, save myself a little bit, and be fine. 
I think that that could definitely happen, but they're going to have to go out there and, and make it that way by getting somebody yes. of a higher it's, pedigree. It's got to be a priority. It, it can't be a third rounder. Nope. It can't, rounder. it can't be a fourth nope. rounder. It can't be somebody that you only paid $2 million in free agency. That's not going to work. If you're going to do it, you're going to have to make it like, oh, this is the brand new car. This is the baby right here. This is the one. Yes. If it's not that, I don't see I don't see Ben reacting that way to him. I, I think, think it'll so be too. the exact same thing of what we've already seen. I think that's well said. Yeah. He you know what? I just thought about this. My birthday this week. Mm-hmm. This is the last show that we're doing, Arthur Motes, with me in my twenties. Oh, oh no. Man. Now we're gonna be two old fogies. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's birthday next week. All right, all right. And then your birthday the following week. Holy cow, you I mean, right. look at us. I like this. You know, we, we got to make, cool. sure, make sure this year. When and we get my the, daddy birthday after that, too. My, <laughs> this yeah, year when we get the parade. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Ben comes on the float with us while we're doing our live oh, you show. Know and that. he announces yeah. his retirement. Double fist in, no shirt, Double big beard. Double fist beers, yeah. no shirt on. Absolutely. With his three Super Bowl rings. And mm-hmm. he announces his retirement on, on our show. W- w- while, while holding his Super Bowl MVP trophy as well. We'll have to make sure that we yes. tell him, like, hey, you know, uh, birthday's here. The three of us, yeah. three weeks And he's going to sing us happy birthday. <laughs> Arthur Motes, since 2018, Ben Roethlisberger has not lost a football game when his team has 100 or more rush yards. Mm-hmm. Nine and 11 when it doesn't. Yeah, that that is that I think is that's it, huge, it, man. That's it, it's huge, and I think we saw that play out. Yeah, first you know first six seven games of the year, Steelers were running the ball well, and then for whatever reason, whether it was something schematically, whether it was because of injuries. They got away from that, and and I think we can all pinpoint that time mm-hmm. period when things started to become too one-dimensional, too yep. predictable for the Steelers' offense. You hit it on the head right there, man. Without a doubt, you got to run the ball for. I mean, and and that's not just Ben, yeah, but you have you have to it's have everybody. a running game. If you're one-dimensional, you're gonna win some games, sure. But you hear that. When you have a hundred yard rusher, how drastically improved it is! Yeah, yeah, it's not just Ben. That's, that's Where, whereas when you don't, what it looks like because as a defender, I can tell you firsthand. Give me a team that's going to throw the ball seventy times. I don't care who you right. have out there. We will stop right. that. I can assure you of it. You know, you know when the Packers' offense is really cooking. When when when, when Aaron, when Aaron Jones, Jones is, is going off. Yes. And then all of a yes. sudden, Aaron Rodgers is just dropping yes. dimes to guys in single coverage down Absolutely. the field. Absolutely. Like that's that's the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. That's the balance right there. Absolutely. Uh, we'll discuss all these things with our buddy Brian. Backo on the other side. You know where to find us on Twitter if you want to chime in on the conversation. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler, and you are listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.